It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. No Joe Burrow at Tuesday's training camp practice. What does it mean? Let's get into it. You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, Bengals fans, and welcome to another episode of the Lockdown Bengals podcast. I'm your host, Jake Lisko. He's your host, James Rapine. Together, we are part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, covering your Cincinnati Bengals every day, free and available everywhere you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe, hit the bell on YouTube so you get notified when we put up our daily episodes, and hit the follow button on your audio platform of choice. We're delivered to your device daily. Maybe it's your commute to work, maybe it's for a run. We'll keep you company and tell you all things new and exciting going on with the Cincinnati Bengals. Today, we're going to start with Joe Burrow, who did not appear after he did show up at Monday's practice on the practice field on Tuesday. What does that mean? Well, probably not a whole lot different from yesterday, but we will dive into that. Jamar Chase also talked about his practice competition with Eli Apple and touched on Joe Burrow as well. And pads went on at Tuesday's practice. There were some one-on-ones for the skill guys, and we got to look at some trench play. Again, one-on-ones mostly, but some very interesting things there along with some injury updates. James, let's get started with Joe Burrow. He was not on the practice field on Tuesday. Zach Taylor told him to stay inside and rest up. Was moving gingerly on Monday at times in the first place. Was seen with that bandage on his arm. All this combines to suggest we're not necessarily going to see that quick end of the timeline for the return to Joe to practice for Joe Burrow. The 10 to 14 days might be 14 to 21 days or, or something more uh, on the, the quote unquote longer end. Not like Ben Roethlisberger's return in a week or some of the other quarterbacks we've talked about who returned to action just a week later. It doesn't seem like it. And and so that's where we'll start. Look, the, it, it wasn't as, as exciting as it was to have Joe Burrow on the practice field. You could tell that he wasn't, 
his normal self and not like we got close to him or could hear him talk or anything like that. But, you know, videos of him wincing, things like that. Obviously, uh, the thing that was analyzed the most was uh, his arm and, and what he had over it and everything under it. And guess what? I'm not a medical professional and you can consult whoever the hell you want to about it and, and get your info there if you want to. Uh, but even then, you don't know for sure. So I, I don't want to go there. But I will say this from a feeling standpoint, just a, all right, well, it's been a week now. And as we record this, it has been a week. Dialing back a little bit. Yeah, Joe, you can be in meetings, but let's just, and, and we didn't see him at all when we were in the, the facility and I'm still here. I haven't seen him and I don't know if he's gone for the day or not. Probably not gone for the day. Most players aren't, but yeah, it's, uh, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, well the timing, he might miss, he might miss most of camp now. And, and we might not see him through not just preseason game one or preseason game. Maybe he just doesn't play in the preseason, which I think is fine. It's not like he got much out of the preseason last year, the the one drive and the three snaps, Jake. It wasn't much. So uh, not a shocking, I would say, after Monday that Zach Taylor told him to stay in. And, and I actually think that that's what's best, not only for Burrow, but best for the team. You don't want this to linger. You want to get him right and and rest is right. The two are. So hopefully he can get plenty of rest over the next uh, days and weeks and, and be back soon. Yeah, that is obviously the hope he'll be back as soon as his comfort allows him to return. There have been a number of, of studies done on antibiotic administration after appendectomy in case you are interested in what might be going on medically in case it is that he has an IV line in for antibiotic administration. Maybe you're curious about that. You can go Google those studies and see what the differences might be in in extended antibiotic administration after appendectomy. Standard appears to be two days after appendectomy, 48 hours of antibiotic administration. Could be a little bit more in this case for Joe Burrow, but we're not here to necessarily speculate about that. Just wanted to offer that to any of you who are out there nerdy like me who would be into Googling post-operative care for appendectomy, which is exactly what I did to find those studies. <laughs> nerd jake no i'm just kidding uh look You're i think everybody's wrong. i but i think everybody's done that like i had dms like oh my wife's sister's brother is a nurse's practitioners this and that and man my, my uncle actually worked with the guy who operated on you know and i just yeah. it's one of those things right everybody has someone in their family or know someone so uh there's that that's the joe burrow part of it for the day at least from us but not from uno Number one, Jamar Chase, who, yes, talked in the locker room briefly for about two minutes. And, well, you are locked on Bengals, so why not hear Jamar Chase talk about Joe Burrow, his battle with Eli Apple, and so much more uh, for about two minutes here on Locked on Bengals. Rolling around on the golf cart and not throwing yet, but it's just good to have him back out there with the game. <laughs> yeah, it's fun having him out there. Um, you can see that the intensity picked up a little bit since he's been there, so it's nice to see him out there again with us. What's his role been the last – you know, two days of just meeting rooms and being out there, kind of just talking to you about what he's seen on certain routes, throws, what's it been like? Um, he just gives, he ain't been saying too much lately, but, you know, when he sees it, uh, he would tell me, like, outside release on certain routes still, uh, even though I know he, you know, will, will, will remind me on it, 
and you know what I'm saying, just go about his day. Uh, and so, we just go mess with him. We don't really ask him too many questions. We just go mess with him, tell him what's up and stuff like that, just don't bug him out. Yeah, you, you've been with him a long time, have a close relationship with him. I'm sure he's bugging to get back out there. Can you sense that from him, that he's hungry to get back on the field? I'm pretty sure he is. I, I mean, anybody would be. I know, I know T is. So, I mean, anybody would be after injury. Mark, talk about the competitiveness you and Eli have kind of shown out there on the field, and Cheeto for that matter. Yeah. Right? Made a nice catch over Cheeto yesterday. Yes. Um, Eli's, Eli and Cheeto have been giving me good looks all year. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Eli is a different corner from Cheeto. Cheeto is definitely more feet. Eli has more hands since he's longer. And, you know, it's just giving me different looks and what I should be prepared for by the season. Is it fun to have the trash talk and the, the back oh, and forth with yeah. Eli? <laughs> yeah, it's fun. It's fun. I mean, Eli is Eli. You know, he kind of brings his own energy every day. So that's, that's the type of person he is. Is that good for you, though? It gets the energy out of you, too? Not that you don't bring energy. I mean, he's just going to – he's going to – he pisses me off. Yeah, I ain't going to lie. <laughs> he pisses me off a little bit. But, I mean, it's a fun part of football. You know what I'm saying? So – a uh, number competitive, you know, you just getting each other better as a teammate. What's it been like practicing in front of fans? You did the gritty for the kids yeah. yesterday and stuff like that. Uh, it's been fun, you know what I'm saying? I'm finally getting the full experience of, of camp and NFL, so uh, for, for the most part, it's just been fun, you know, having an opportunity to have fans there and see all the fans. Jamar Chase, explaining the differences between the corners is my favorite part of that. Eli's more hands, <laughs> he uses his length a little bit more. Cheetos more feet and, and you can see it in the clips that, that are out there of, of these guys going against each other in one-on-ones obviously the the tidbit about Joe Burrow and, and intensity ramping up just with his presence I think that's pretty interesting too but I, I like Jamar breaking down the difference in the Bengals outside corners yeah the the part that I liked it's and I'm not taking a shot at Eli but he is handsy. <laughs> and so it's like, oh, man, he's he's a little too handsy. Meanwhile, you got Cheeto's sweet feet over here, which makes a ton of sense. I watched him during Tuesday's practice, which was like two hours after Jamar made those comments. And, and I had listened to him a couple times. And I was like, oh, it's – and, of course, Cheeto going through ladder drills at the beginning of practice with the defensive linemen. And he's obviously the fastest one. This dude had a big resistance band between his his ankles. And he's still just like a jackrabbit versus, you know, and it, again, it's defensive lineman, but he but he had a, a band that was uh, making it even tougher. So the fact that he was able to to do that is a testament to his his sweet feet. So uh speaking of Eli versus Jamar and Jamar versus Cheeto. One-on-ones, they happened on Tuesday. And we'll discuss those and so much more next right here on Locked on Bengals. Sometimes we all need help. The Bengals lost the Super Bowl. Maybe that wasn't such a pleasant time for you. It wasn't for me. And maybe you haven't rewatched the Super Bowl. Sometimes there are other twists and turns. And we're now sponsored on the Locked on Bengals podcast by BetterHelp. And we would love to tell you about them. They've got a great product that will match you with a professional therapist in just 48 hours based on what you tell them your needs are, your preferences are with a therapist. It's not just random. You can list the things that you're looking for, the things that you want to work on, and they'll match you with a therapist. Personally, I think everyone should go to therapy at some point in their life and just work through whatever it is you have to work through. Everybody's working on something. And the, the thing about better help is it's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's just professional therapy. It's 
cheaper than traditional offline therapy. You can do it over video. You can do it over the phone. If you don't want to have your camera on for a particular session, you can log into your account anytime and message your therapist at any time. You can switch therapists for free and it's easy if your therapist isn't working for you. I know one of the, the barriers for people to get therapy is often that they don't mesh with their therapist and the cost of starting over with somebody new is overwhelming. Right now, you can get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp at betterhelp.com slash locked on. Again, that's 10% off your first month of online therapy at BetterHelp at betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash locked on. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. A lot of people were asking about one-on-ones, Jake, and when it was going to happen. And honestly, going into Tuesday's practice, I didn't think it was going to happen because it's first day of full pads. They don't have to hit yet. Do you really want to do one-on-ones in? The answer is yes. Zach Taylor wanted to do one-on-ones. We got to see uh, wide receivers go up against defensive backs. Some of the matchups, Cheeto versus Jamar, of course, Mike Hilton versus Tyler Boyd, and Dax Hill versus Hayden Hurst. So there were plenty of matchups uh, that certainly stood out. And obviously this is is good for all involved. But the, the popcorn one is definitely Sweet Feet Cheeto versus Jamar Chase because they are just – they go at it, man, and it's uh, it's really, really fun to watch those two. They split, by the way. Jamar won one, the second one. Cheeto won the first one. One-to-one, uh, a stalemate between the Bengals' top corner and top wide receiver. I'll say this for the one that Cheeto won, not to take anything away from him because he was in pretty good position on both plays, and maybe Jamar pushed off a little bit on the one he won. So definitely a, a battle going both ways there, those guys both competing, and and. One, Cheeto being in close coverage on Jamar Chase is impressive because we now know just how good Jamar Chase is. But two, the one that Cheeto did win straight up the the pass breakup, not the best back shoulder throw I've ever seen. Like the the Joe Burrow, (laughs) Jamar Chase chemistry that, that normally is present for the Jamar Chase back shoulder throw maybe is complete. This one didn't necessarily seem like I assume Brandon Allen was throwing these passes and and Jamar Chase were on the same page for where exactly that ball would be placed and and where Jamar should be looking for the back shoulder. But the other one was just a clean win on an out route. And again, a little bit of contact at at the stem at at the top of the route. Maybe there's a little bit of uh, contact there, but I, from what I saw, the angle that I saw, I didn't see anything that would be likely called in a game. So credit Jamar Chase for, for getting open on that one. Yeah, and, and then Jamar, so that he had three reps of one-on-ones, two against Cheeto, one against Eli. And Eli got away with what looked like, and they were on the far side of the field, so I was probably 60 yards away, 55 yards away. Uh, looks like he got away with a, a face mask. And so the ball, ball was on target. Jamar still got open even with the face mask, uh, but wasn't able to haul, the, haul it in. Um, but, yeah, Jamar chasing one-on-ones, you can't beat that. The other one – that uh, was, was must-see, and I'll have some other takeaways too. But Tyler Boyd, Mike Hilton, 
in the slot, matching up two reps. Friend of the show, Mike Hilton, by the way. Um, but that being said, draw again. Tyler Boyd lost the first one. Mike Hilton got the better of him. And the second one, Boyd got the better of, of Mike Hilton. So it's uh, it's pretty fun watching these guys because these are the guys that are going to carry the team in critical situations, game on the line that they're banking on. And I love that they get to make each other better. And I love that it was a draw because that means, you know, next practice they do one-on-ones, well, they're going to have to uh, ramp it up a little bit and really push each other to make each other better. We'll say this in credit for the defense too. A draw is a win for the defense in one-on-ones and, and sure. re- receiver corner one-on-ones and coverage one-on-ones anyway. That is something that absolutely favors the the receiver in that situation because you know it's straight up one-on-one man coverage you don't know where there might be help you don't know what adjustments you might have to make based on what the coverage is is telling you you might have to do differently on your route and so credit these corners man credit credit those guys for staying with it i wish we had a cam taylor Britt, jamar chase i've been waiting for that i feel like all off season i have cam taylor Britt. Getting in there for Eli Apple potentially in the next couple of days, and and we'll update what's going on with Eli Apple in a few minutes. Maybe we'll have an opportunity to see that matchup. I have a Cam Taylor Britt update, and it's at least in one on ones. At least in one on ones, Jake Lisko, he is not ready to deal with Jamar Chase. At, That's all right. At, at least that. No, it is um, because Mike Thomas got him, Trent Irwin got him, and, and it it. Uh, Honestly, here's the thing that and you kind of hinted at it. Eli Apple got a little nicked up at the end of practice after one-on-ones um, or towards the end of practice. And so Cam Taylor Britt got some reps with the ones. And he recovered after Irwin really just got him all crossed up with really nice route running. And then Mike Thomas was able to make a catch on him as well in one-on-one. So uh, you're right. That's kind of what one-on-ones should be, really, is the the receiver – finding a way to, to get open. And um, so when the defense wins, that's obviously tough to do. Kane Taylor Britt didn't win in, in his couple of reps, but uh, did rebound after that. So I'm not trying to be all negative on Cam Taylor Britt. At the same time, I don't know if he wants to deal with Jamar Chase in one-on-ones quite yet. Iron sharpens iron, James. You got to gotta get those looks to get him exposed to that kind of skill level. But the other thing here is that you're, you're talking veterans who yep. – have yep. been around the league for a while and, and rookie Cam Taylor Britt, but he will have his moments. Certainly he has the athleticism to do so. And honestly, I think that one-on-ones wouldn't be his strength necessarily. Anyway, I just want to see the matchups, be it in 11s or in sure. one-on-ones getting him reps with the ones is, is what I'm excited for. And so he might have that opportunity. And again, we'll, we'll update some injuries and in a few minutes saw Dax Hill going against Hayden Hurst. Uh, The one that I saw Hayden Hurst got the better of Dax, but was close coverage again. Dax did have an opportunity to try to rake the ball out after the, the ball got to Hayden Hurst a little in breaking route. And that was all I saw Mm -hmm. as far as skill player one-on-ones. There were also some one-on-ones in the trenches that we can talk about. There are also some, some injury updates we can get to. Any other skill position one-on-ones you want to point out, James? Yeah, a couple. Stanley Morgan Jr. had a really nice catch where he climbed the ladder. Hell yeah. Uh, and Yeah, that's right. I, I chopped it up with Stanley a little bit during the open locker room too. Um, but yeah, he uh, 
he, he climbed the ladder, had a really nice catch there. I know you're big on him. You still call him Morgan Stanley. I let him know that. I haven't done that for so I long. Didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I was just kidding. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, outside of that one-on-one, so yeah, you're right. Daxo had good coverage. Uh, but Hayden Hurst, man, I mean, that, that's, again, a veteran move. And that's also why the offense should win a one-on-ones. Because if you just – you know where you're going, it, it's a timing – pretty simple right so with those quick hitters like that um i'm is there one more is there one more i'm forgetting oh puka had a nice catch on -on one-on-one so the puka williams hive is alive it is well and it is growing since i just mentioned that here on locked on Bengals. you're doing it james you are stoking the flames of the puka Puka. williams hive yep Coming up next, I'm excited by what Jonah Williams showed in some clips that I saw of his one-on-ones. The trench players had pads on, and generally that's when trench players start to shine because they can go at it. We'll give you updates on the trench players as well as some injury updates to wrap up the show coming up next. But first, a word from Bet Online because Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. You can get all your favorite sports and events in one spot. I've used Bet Online. And you should too. Why? Because you could wager on the NFL and Joey B to be MVP. You can wager on the Bengals to finish the job this season. Or maybe you want to wager on the Padres. Did you see the moves they made at the trade deadline? Well, they got you covered at Bet Online for Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, even golf. Yes, golf. You want to wager on golf? You can do it at Bet Online. So go there now, Bet Online, and use your mobile device to sign up or Laptop, PC, it's really simple. They have a great interface that I use right here on my cell phone. So check them out right now. Bet online where the game starts. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Remember that mean joke I made about the Reds trying to get that first overall pick next year? They oh. certainly gave themselves a better chance to do so after their trade deadline activity. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Selling the farm. And well, by buying the, way, the farm. Sell, the, selling the, the mature products to buy the farm. Because the Padres, yeah, the Padres going all in, which hopefully, hopefully, is foreshadowing what the Bengals are going to, because the Reds and Bengals have been opposite sides of the spectrum for a little while now. Hopefully it continues and the Bengals go in all in at the trade deadline. We haven't even played games yet. And I'm already like, yeah, be aggressive. Go get that move. Go make that move that you need to make at the NFL trade deadline, much harder to do in the NFL than it is in major league baseball. But uh, there you go. I guess what you're saying is the Bengals are going to trade for AJ Terrell, Terrell. Because, you know, Juan Soto really, really young. Got anyway, let's move on into the trenches. We're, we, we've lost the I think Soto's better than Terrell, but go ahead. Terrell's the best young corner in the NFL. I don't know. I'm just trying to pick a position that would help the Bengals and a young player. Who Anyway, one-on-ones in the trenches also went down on Tuesday. And there were a couple of clips of Jonah Williams and Joseph Osai uh, back at practice, by the way, doing things and, a relatively full participation fashion. And that's really exciting for a number of reasons. One, he absolutely destroyed Isaiah Prince 
when Isaiah Prince took a left tackle rep against Joseph Osai. Osai got him with a nice little counter move and won inside cleanly if there's no guard help there, which maybe there is in real life uh, on a real team play. That very well could be a sack. It's at the very least a pressure. So nice to see Joseph Osai getting a win. But Osai also went up as to Trey Hendrickson against Jonah Williams. And Jonah Williams looked locked down. It was only two clips. It's two clips of one-on-ones. But while one-on-ones for skill players tend to benefit or, or favor the offense, one-on-ones in the trenches tend to benefit the pass rusher. And Jonah Williams put the clamps on Trey Hendrickson and Joseph Osai in the two reps I saw just literally grip strengthening and, and not letting Trey Hendrickson free with good inside hands and riding Joseph Osai's rush just 10, 12 yards deep. They were lined up at the five and they ended up at the back of the end zone. So two really, really nice reps for Jonah Williams. I've talked a lot this year about how bullish I am on him. So confirming my priors, hundred percent Jonah Williams lock him in for the pro bowl based on these two practice reps from the second week of training camp in 2022. Look at you. You didn't even put on the chain. You can't be making those kind of proclamations and not wear the chain. We're going to get you a chain up in Canada. People and, know uh, the sarcasm is there. I mean, the, I'm the very sarc- bullish on, on the Jonah sarcasm. Williams. The sarcasm. Now, I'm not so, making no, you, Pro Bowl you need to go off and print the camp. damn shirts, man. Jonah Williams, Pro Bowl 2022. Sure. Go ahead, Jake. You got Some, Somebody will do it. Somebody will do it. Uh, well, now they will. I, ho- I expect to see them at practice on on Thursday, fans. Um, look, uh, I I'll be honest with you. I was locked in on the skill. They all these one on ones are happening at the same time, and I only have two eyes and one phone, so I did not get any clips of this. So I, I uh, it, it's it's good to to hear that with Jonah Williams. Look, I want Jonah Williams to what be their second best lineman this year. I want him to be you, their you first hope? best lineman because yeah. then they well, have two Pro Bowl well, level then, linemen. Sure. Is it realistic for him to, to leap over Collins? I mean, maybe, sure. may, maybe it, maybe it is. And so th- that's the part of it. One, you, you obviously root for health, but uh, just in general. But Jonah Williams is a uh, is a guy who should take a leap. I agree with you. And, and and so if he does, that would bode very well for the Bengals' chances uh, of making another postseason run here. Um, so yeah, I, I hope you're right. Uh, anything else on Williams before I get to some of this offensive line shuffle? Because uh, Alex Kappa. All right, we'll, we'll dive into it. Alex Kappa's back for the second straight day. He was able to work in on some team drills, which was a welcome sight for sure. Uh, yesterday when he did it the first time, but the fact that you do it back-to-back days is a really good sign because you just never know. Um, Akima Deneji was working uh, in with him. Uh, so still good to see Kappa, even though he wasn't taking all of the reps. And, and it's a full padded day for Kappa. So just mm-hmm. getting work in, in full pads and, and a little bit more contact as they ramp up is good news as well. Uh, Jackson Carmen back in addition. Mm-hmm. So minor, minor, whatever it was that pulled him out of practice yesterday was back in there on Tuesday. And the one other, the one other rep I saw that I wanted to mention was DJ reader, Ted Karras. And I don't think this is a particularly good matchup for Karras. I think he held his own pretty well. And if it's a passing play, he probably did enough. I assume it's a passing play. It's a pass set for sure. Um, he does enough to probably take DJ Reader wide of his quarterback. But man, Reader, so good. Such a, an such a powerful, He's an animal. He's such an a powerful animal. player in there. And and so that's really fun. Somebody's got to somebody's got to get you to enjoy the the trench one on ones as much as the 
as much as the skill player one on one. I do. I don't want them at the same time. They got to separate them. They they got to do wide receiver one on ones, then special teams. All right, offensive line one on ones. I don't need to watch the special teams during practice. I can do all that other stuff. You're not watching Evan McPherson and and the long snapper battle, James. You're not clocking hang time. People are saying that none of that happens. No one's punting. Very rarely are they actually. It's the the machine. McPherson's to the side, not kicking. Like it's it's not like it's the, the special teams is the the coverage, and you're getting the the right. guys their wind and seeing how they do in coverage and all that stuff. So it's there. There really isn't much to draw from it. So yeah, I'm actually glad you said that, so I can make it clear. It's not like McPherson's kicking or Huber uh, or, or Crispin are punting or even the long snappers are working in those moments uh, during these special teams portions where literally the ball gets thrown up. Mm-hmm. someone returns it and then holds it and there are four or five different uh colored jerseys around him so it's it's pretty uh pretty basic it's good for darren simmons and his crew but f- for us storytellers and or people that are just observing you're not going to get much out of it you mean you're not a special teams nerd is what i'm hearing even okay. so i don't even think special teams nerds would get much out. like i just You'd have to be like a special teams coach to really know yeah. anything or draw anything. I mean, isn't every like, special teams nerd on the planet a special teams coach at this point? Yeah, I guess so. I guess Probably. that's a good point. Yeah. Besides the kicking nerds, that's a that's a special subgenre of special teams nerd that has its own YouTube channel. Well, but but kicking is yeah, k- kicking is like Evan McPherson's like the sixth most popular Bengal. So like, it's different. What, what's the list? There, Burrow, Chase, Mixon, T, maybe T. Higgins, maybe, maybe Jesse Bates. Although probably no, more dude. so Jesse McPherson's Bates if he signed Bates. his contract. Yeah, McPherson's ahead of Bates. I, I'm ready to say that. Yeah, people cheered for him doing high knees. Yeah, high knees. I I was like, what are we doing right now? <laughs> I need a DJ Reader fan club, Trey Hendrickson fan club to be to be. Hendrickson, I need those Hendrickson to, might to be step up. I don't. Hey, Logan man, Wilson I, fan club, you know, I'm like not, where are you guys at? Let's go. I'm not trying to toot our own horn here, but uh, the Money Mac nickname kind of stuck, man. You called him Money on Locked On Bengals a year later, literally like a five year old kid yesterday was like, "I want to get Money Mac." He had a helmet that was signed by Chase. I think Higgins. Yeah. I think he needed Boyd. And uh, he's like, I got to get money, Mac. And I'm like, man, I can't believe that that's stuck. But it's stuck. Yeah. Well, we are influencers here on the Lockdown Bengals so. podcast. A couple other injury notes before we get out of here. Thad Moss not practicing. Eli Apple banged up at practice on Tuesday. Taylor described him and Trey Flowers, who's missed a couple of days now, as day-to-day. So it does mean an expanded opportunity for some of the corners down the depth chart, which most notably is Cam Taylor Britt, but also is probably some guys that we haven't really talked about at all because behind the five guys that I'm assuming will make the team to play corner for the Bengals are names like Delonte Hood, who finished Monday's practice with an interception, by the way. Jalen Davis, who I think probably will make the team to back up in the slot. George, or sorry, Alan George, Abu Dermi Soiree, who the Bengals signed uh, not too long ago in the offseason. And Bookie Bradley Hines, a college free agent from uh, from Washington. So haven't really talked about any of those guys. Some of them will get increased opportunity with Trey Flowers and Eli Apple maybe missing a couple days. 
Yeah, they will. I thought I, I thought you were taking us home. I thought you were taking us home. You're right. It, it's going to give them some more time. I and here's the thing: a guy like Eli, does he really need the reps? Yes. Like they, they, <laughs> they, yes. Does he? I mean, he's a veteran, so I get what you're that, saying. That, but that's what I mean. Like he is it good for him to go against Chase? Yeah, but. If you need to give him an extra day, the good news is that they got Wednesday off and, and, you know, they'll go through walkthrough, but I I wouldn't Mm -hmm. be shocked if we see him out there Thursday. This could be a Jackson Carmen situation. It could also be where they give him a couple days to make sure that he's good. Yeah. And, and I guess everybody else is, is doing okay at this point. Jeff Gunter, who had the injury scare with the knee has been back for a couple days now. Uh, We, we saw. Mitch Wilcox is back. Yep. you, You mentioned. Yep, you mentioned Wilcox back, and then T. Higgins uh, had a, had a full rest day mm-hmm. on Tuesday. Is the only other one, and he should probably be back. I would assume on Thursday, and he's, he's anxious, good. man. He he wants to be out there. You heard Jamar Chase in that little locker room clip talk about how T's ready to go and T's anxious to be out there. He also told reporters he was tired of being on the sidelines. So hopefully, we get to see some T. Higgins action in some of these team sessions in the near future. Yeah, I talked to him. Uh, I, I don't think it's going to be this week, uh, but I, I talked to him. He's good to go. Everything's good. I uh, got to see his shoulder a little bit where he, you know, he had he had the work done, but uh, 100% all go, ready to go. It's more the coaching staff just saying, ah, let's keep the – well, Chase is what, the Ferrari? What is T? Probably uh, another Ferrari. Maybe a Mercedes-Benz. You're used to Benzes, Jake. Let's go. Uh-huh. Mercedes-Benz driving Jake. Let's go. Maybe he's the Benz. They're keeping the Benz in the garage right now. That's all. All right. Well, we hope to see T. Higgins back in practice soon. The Bengals are off, as James said, on Wednesday. We are not. We will still have an episode for you Wednesday night, and then the Bengals back at it on Thursday. We've got two more days, two more episodes for the week to get you through the next couple of days until next time Bengals fans thanks for listening to the Lockdown Bengals podcast who day and have a good is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements maybe it's time for a rebuild or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi trophy either way join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for mock draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.